Welcome to the Water Prairie Chronicles, the podcast that's all about supporting and empowering parents of special needs children. Today's episode is going to take you on a journey to the heart of the North Carolina State Fair, where we witness something truly special. Whether you're a parent of a special needs child or simply someone who's passionate about creating a more inclusive world, this episode is for you. Last October, we had the pleasure of interviewing Heather Overton from the North Carolina State Fair, who gave us an inside look into their Accessibility Day, an event that's all about creating a sensory-friendly and inclusive experience for visitors special needs. I was intrigued by their mission to create a fully inclusive experience and decided to go see it in person. The event was held on a Sunday morning when the traffic to the fair is typically not as busy. We entered through the same gate those needing handicapped parking would use and we easily found our way to the area sponsored by Bandwidth, which was specially designed to cater to children with sensory needs. Bandwidth volunteers were on hand to help kids enjoy sensory-friendly activities like pumpkin decorating and making shaker water bottles. My goal was to talk with some of the families visiting the fair specifically for the accessibility day event and to see what their reaction was. We had the pleasure of meeting Madeline and her mother Kate as they were making a sensory bottle. What surprised us the most was that Madeline was already one of our listeners, having discovered our podcast through one of her teachers. And as it turned out, Madeline and my daughter Emily have a shared passion for gaming. Wait, I know you! I've seen your podcast! So this is the Water Prairie Chronicles. That's amazing! <laughs> Tell me your name again. Uh, my name is Madeline. Madeline. And mom? Uh, I'm Kate. Kate. Okay, yes. so Madeline and Kate. And um, they're here at the Accessibility Day Fair, and there's a sensory exhibit they're doing. And what are these, sensory bottles that you're making? Yes. Yeah, we can put all kinds of, like, beads and glitter, and they cool. float. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, Madeline, did you just come in, or have you been here for a little bit today? Um, we came in a little early, but this is, like... We've just started doing like fair things. Okay, so what's what's the favorite thing that you've seen or done so far? Um, we got to go see the chickens, and okay. we had donuts. Well, you have to have have a fair food, so, something fried Absolutely. too. Absolutely, <laughs> yes, donuts and corn. That's my goals. There you go. During our conversation with Madeline, we asked her to share her ideas for helping children with visual impairments to better enjoy the fair. And boy, did she have some great suggestions. Do you have any um, advice that you would give for the Accessibility Day? crew for next year that something that you'd like to see that maybe you don't know is here yet? Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I, a lot of the fair is for like people with sensory disabilities um, and I want to see like a little bit more for like helping visually impaired and hearing impaired kids be able to participate in activities and games. Do you have a suggestion for maybe a type of hands-on activity they could do that would be a good sensory one for the blind? Um, I don't know. It depends. A lot of um, kids that don't have a lot of sight do a lot of their things by hearing and touch. So okay. maybe something centered around that. Something tactile so you could like measure better or like braille. So excellent, I, I like that advice. I think right, well, you would also love to snuggle some animals. Yes. If we could have animals that we could touch or hold, that would oh, be pretty Oh, that's a great special. idea, like puppies or kittens or something yeah. on that. All right, well, we'll let you get back to your sensory bottle. I appreciate you um, checking in with us and letting us um, include you on our podcast for this week. Yeah. And it was nice to meet you, actually, because nice I, I really appreciated you. your your comment that, that you made. It was one of our first episodes. In this next video clip, we went to explore the Chill Zone, a special area set up by bandwidth volunteers to help families with sensory needs find a quiet space to 
relax and recharge. Knowing that this area is a vital resource for many families, we were eager to see it in action and learn more about how it's being used. So without further ado, let's take a look at our video footage and see what we discovered when we spoke with some of the volunteers there. So. Have you had a good turnout today? Yeah, so far we've had a pretty um, steady flow people coming in. Excellent. Yeah. Have families seemed to have known that you were going to be here or did they just stumble on it? Yeah, I think Good. most have heard about it. Um, we actually had one lady said that she was like very appreciative that we're doing this for the kids and stuff. Excellent. We've interviewed a couple of people and they've, they've been really happy with the sensory yeah. events that are uh -huh. going on and um, and they they weren't all aware of it. They're just kind of finding it as they come through. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time that you're putting in and just taking a few minutes to talk with us today. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. After seeing how much the Chill Zone was helping families to take a break and recharge at the North Carolina State Fair, I spoke with a group of parents and teachers from ATAP for Autism who were experiencing the fair in a different way. I had the pleasure of running into this group as they were enjoying their lunch, and I was thrilled when they agreed to take a few minutes to speak with me about their experience at the fair. One of the moms, Arlisha, shared some valuable insights into what it's like to navigate the fairgrounds with a child on the spectrum, and offered some great suggestions for how the event could be made even more inclusive and accessible. In this next video clip, you'll hear directly from Arlisha and get a first-hand look at how families with autism were able to enjoy the North Carolina State Fair. Let's take a look. I heard it Excellent. And um, what what has been his favorite feature so far? The rides. The, really? Yeah. <laughs> so he, he is a thrill seeker. Yes. <laughs> he definitely loves rides. Did you check out the chill zone? Does he need quiet spaces? So far, he's been doing good with the crowd and everything. Nice. So it's been, nice. This, this is the first time since he was five he's actually been in a big crowd like this. So he's doing good so far. Oh, so so he I'm seems proud to be enjoying him. it sitting here. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could give the fair advice for next year of any changes they could make or something they could add or take away, what, what, what would be the first thing you would think of? Honestly, for it to be more suitable for them, because I noticed like it's not one o'clock yet, and it's a real it's, big it's crowd, loud. and it's, yeah. yeah. So I, it's still supposed to be catered to them, but it's kind of not. So. so having a little more space is yeah, that what you're thinking? A little okay. more space, yeah. It was crowded, a little too crowded. Right. Because they said after one, that's when the regular crowd does come. But yep. It seemed like they all came at nine o'clock like we did. <laughs> So if they would promote it more better for when it's a day for them, so Excellent. people can understand that it's, you know, for kids like that. Right, right. So that's what I would say. I also would say, like, more signs and, you know, more vendors about kids like them as well. Okay. That's what I would prefer. Did so you try the, know more about it. I'm sorry, did you try the, the crafts that they have? No, not yet. Okay, so I know they have like a sensory bottle that's like an oil and water bottle that you can put. It's visual, um, and they have pumpkins that you can decorate. Okay, so those are just right at this table right here. Oh yeah, so I we like that. First coming in. I hope you enjoyed learning about the North Carolina State Fair's Accessibility Day and hearing from some of the families who were able to take part in this special event. It was truly inspiring to see how the fair organizers and volunteers went above and beyond to make sure that families with special needs could have a fun and enjoyable experience. Now I want to hear from you. Are there any special events for families with special needs happening at your state fair? Let me know in the comments below and we may feature them in an upcoming episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining me on this journey to explore the many ways in which we can support and encourage families with special needs. This podcast is made possible by support from our listeners. If you want to help offset the cost of producing the Water Prairie Chronicles, become a supporter at buymeacoffee.com slash waterprairie.
You've been listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast created to encourage and support parents of special needs children. If you found value in this episode, leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more listeners. I'm glad you were able to join us today and hope to see you back next week for another episode of the Water Prairie Chronicles.